You're listening to Selling the Dream. This isn't an interview and we're not journalists, but each week we'll ask our guests to open up and share their secrets to business success. Let's have a conversation and have some fun. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the podcast where we like to talk about success, we like to talk about sales, and we like to talk about motivation. We have three rules, gotta tell the truth, gotta be sincere, but you can't take yourself too seriously. Speaking of not taking yourself too seriously, I'm gonna introduce my co-host, Joe Iredell from Shoresites Inc. and Raver.com. Joe, are you there? Welcome to uh, welcome to the show here. Thank you, Ken. September 1st, 2021. Journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. I'm really the looking forward step. to what comes down the pike with this and learning some new stuff, man. So let's go. It's pretty exciting. I feel like, you know, podcasts in general are ubiquitous. They're everywhere. But hopefully, you know, we put our little spin on it, have a little bit of fun, and maybe six, seven people will listen. And uh, we'll be uh, that, that to me will be relatively successful. I just want to be able to tell my dad when I say, yeah, I started a podcast. I want to be able to say, like, at least six people listen to it. Is that a fair? I would say quality over quantity all day long. So quality over they quantity be, all day They better be six pretty cool people, Ken. <laughs> so, so my mom, my aunt Kathy, and my son—they don't count them, I guess. I'm, I'm just gonna, my just wife gonna cross them off the my list. Wife said she'd listen if she's having trouble falling asleep, so we can count her in too. <laughs> so, what's new with you? Same old, same old, man. Just grinding, working hard, keeping my head down, and you know, rolling with the punches as they come along. You're uh, you're late for surfing, I understand. That sounds that's about right, but. Yeah, onward and upward. All right. Well, since we're keeping you from the waves, we might as well make good use of that time and uh, and jump right into our guest today. Guest is Josh Irons, and Josh is with River Avenue Digital. Josh uh, was a marketing manager for a number of years for a large corporate firm, and and in the last couple of years, decided he was going to start his own digital marketing company, and it's been very successful. I know Josh has worked with a number of folks in the real estate and mortgage space and has uh, really helped turn their business around. So welcome, Josh. Guys, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. So Josh, welcome to River Avenue Digital. I mean, as an entrepreneur, sure, you've been through adversity. I'm sure that you've had your challenges. But at the moment, I mean, you're you're pretty successful, uh, you know, as a uh, as an entrepreneur, your business is doing well. Why don't you tell us just a quick background on on how you got started here with uh, River Avenue Digital? For sure, for sure. So actually, I mean, it's me starting River Avenue Digital was absolutely a turning point in my life. And the catalyst, I'll go into that really quickly, give you guys some kind of insight into that. So, you know, was uh, traveling a lot was I was chief operating officer for a for a decent sized digital agency that was based in the Midwest. So we had a team of about 30 people out there in Iowa, and we had a team of about 10 people here in Philadelphia. So I spent most of my time in Iowa. I was eating the same burger, drinking the same bourbon at the same bar, became really good friends with that bartender. And I mean, that was just about every night for, or like I said, three weeks out of the month. I had a five-year-old now who was a lot younger then. So he was going through the walking stages. He was going through the... Uh, you know, it's starting to talk and I was watching it through through FaceTime, which was bullshit, right? So I said, you know what, I'm getting tired of this. It's not 
it's not exactly what I want to do. And I remember it so vividly. I was sitting on the uh, my, my lounge chair with my son on my lap in my living room watching a Phillies game. And I get a phone call um, from the owner of the company. And she says, uh, need you in Chicago tomorrow morning for a for a sales pitch. It's like, all right, I'm COO of the company. I have plenty to do, lots of meetings. Can't just drop everything and go to Chicago. And there's a lot of stuff that was building up towards that. And that was a straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to go. And you know what? I'm done. And I remember like seeing on the, seeing my wife's face when I said that on the phone. And like within 30 seconds, I went from making a whole lot of money to making zero dollars. Well, I bet you made out with your wife that night, though. And no, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't able to perform. <laughs> There's a lot on my mind. So wait, 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 back up. The, the look on her face, was it, was it happiness or was it, oh, was no. it like absolute terror? It was like, what, what did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened here? And Who uh, is this man? Exactly. So, I mean, it was always my dream to run my own shop. And I said, you know, I'm going to plant my flag in the ground in, in Philly and grow the business from there. And, and that's what I've done. And um, I've been around for my son. Leave work every day at four thirty. Pick them up from school. Able to spend time with them, and it, it, it was a game changer. And I couldn't be happier today than than I've ever been. When I was uh, when I was at the restaurant, Joe, you remember Cafe Bellissimo? Yeah, right? of course. So when my son Liam was born, I saw his picture on the court board in the kitchen because you know took pictures twenty one years ago. So I, I printed out a color picture. I thought that was pretty good. Printed out a color picture and stuck it on the court board. And, uh, you know, to and from the, the walk-in refrigerator, you get a glimpse of it. And I saw that picture more than I saw him the first week, the first month of his life. And I knew that I didn't want to be in the restaurant business anymore. I just knew. And it's amazing how kids are a lot of times your children are the catalyst to you, you know, making that decision. And it sounds like your son was a big part of that, right? Oh, no, that was that was the catalyst. And that was the thing that made me say, you know, what? I mean, it's OK to give up this high paying job and uh, and kind of start from scratch. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I put money in the bank. I knew what I was doing. I wasn't going to uh, not be able to pay the mortgage. But at the same time, I mean, I always say, like, when I was making zero dollars, I was the happiest man in the world because I was back in my house and I was able to, you know, create my plan my own way, not somebody else's way. How many years ago was that? That was four and a half years, four, four years ago, four years ago now. So my son was one at the time. Josh, let me, let me ask you this, because I think that this is something that's, that's pretty valuable in that scenario. And some of the things that you touched on, what advice would you have for someone in a similar situation that maybe isn't as planned out? I feel like a lot of people won't take the jump to entrepreneurship or to take that next step in their career because they're afraid that, you know, if they don't make it, they're going to fall back. And, you know, like mm -hmm. you obviously planned, but I, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be in that situation. What do you think yeah. would been the case had you not planned for it ahead of time? If I didn't plan for it ahead of time, I would have, I would have crashed and burned. If I didn't have that last job that I had, I wouldn't have had the right experience to start my own business. So, you need to make sure you're educated along the way. You have to put in the time. And it's not for everybody. I mean, not that I'm anything special, but it takes, I mean, I always I always tell other entrepreneurs or people who want to be entrepreneurs, some, I mean, sometimes 
life is going to really suck when you're up at three in the morning doing what you need to do, but you need to get it done. And also, like I always say that as long as there's seven days in the week, right? As long as four of those days, you're satisfied with your business and what you did, you won. That's a big win. Uh, if that ratio changes, you probably need to look look at yourself and say, all right, what do I need to do? What drastic measures do I need to do to make this change? Sure. So, so it, yeah, it, hasn't been, uh, it hasn't been all roses, I, I assume, between day one and, and where you are now. Were there some, tell us about, you know, some of the, the roughest patches that you had. How'd you overcome that? And, you know, what, how's that make you stronger today? Yeah. So the biggest decision and the hardest decision I had to make was when to hire my first employee, because obviously like you want to pay somebody a good wage, you want to get somebody good on board. But I mean, as a kind of at that time, solopreneur, I'm taking money out of my own pocket to give it to somebody else. And that was that was a really, really tough decision. And you had to bring on the right person at the right time with the right energy and the right skill set. And I mean, if I mess that up, that, that would have been a, a critical failure on my part. So how did you, what was your, pre, what were your requirements or what were some of the things you said you felt like you needed to see in place before you did hire that, that first employee, number one? And number two, do you feel like you hired that employee a little early, right on time or a little later than you should have? Probably later than I should have. And I mean, not too much later, but I, that was a lesson that I learned because I was burning a candle at both ends and saying, OK, you know, I'm building up a, some money in the business. This is great, but I know I needed the help or else it wouldn't be scalable. Scalability is the biggest thing you need to think about when you kind of take that dive, because, yeah, you can do you're, you're probably really smart. You can do stuff on your own. But at some point, the rubber meets the road and you're not going to get any bigger. So how are you going to make it bigger? Ken, what, what were your other other questions I got. I got well, that was, did, did you have any anything, any benchmarks, any business benchmarks in place that you wanted to get to before you hired or was it a gut instinct? No, it was. I mean, you have to base everything on goals. Set your goals. That was an important thing I did up front. Another important thing I did up front was ask for help. A lot of entrepreneurs are scared to ask for help. You have to put your ego aside. And there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of good ideas and take those ideas, sift through them. Some of them are going to work. Some are not going to be for you. But listen to other people, because if you build a business in a vacuum, it's probably going to fizzle out at some point. What are your measures of success, Josh? Measures of success are my own. It's my own personal happiness, right? I need to make sure that I'm living my my best life. And wow, I'm you just to- dropped a millennial term on us. Now you're going to speak your truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm far from a millennial, as I'm most likely the oldest person on this call. (laughs) But no, I mean, it's really about happiness, right? And yeah, money helps. So I mean, that's part of the goals that the company has is our margin, making sure that that stays steady and grows and also revenue grows. Sales is what drives me. But at the end of the day, I need to come home. I need to be happy. And what makes me happy is being able to be home. So that's your why so to speak, which I think everybody has to have that. Everybody has to have a reason. You know, your family is your your why, the reason you get up in the morning, the reason you work so hard, uh, the reason you put up with the adversity that you put up with, right? And just kind of keep keep that keep that momentum going forward at all times. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, happiness comes in a lot of different forms. And in our, uh, in our, our pre-show interview, Joe and I were talking about 
you know, working with clients that we like to work with and not working with, with jerks. That is a big part of happiness too, because now I have, I have a team that's growing and they want to be happy. They want to enjoy the people that they're working with. And that just brings out a whole nother piece of the, of the puzzle. And it's something else that we don't have to worry about as much. I would definitely agree with that. I feel like sort of something you touched on surrounding yourself with good people to support you, but like surrounding yourself with good clientele, you know, oh, that yeah. makes a world of a difference. And I saw from my perspective and you guys definitely, I can't have known you forever. And Josh, you guys definitely seem way more planned out with your business. And, you know, I'm kind of on the creative side of stuff where I winged it. Like I didn't, I didn't set goals. I didn't, I just put my head down. I said, you know what? I'm going to try and make this fly. And it's, it's cool to see the difference when you have, you know, someone who plans out the, the strategy and someone who just jumps. And I think that, you know, if you end up, you all end up in the same place at the end, that's all that counts. And, you know, for, for any entrepreneur out there or someone thinking about making that jump, just jump, you, you know, just jump. That's, that's my, my take on that. Just jump, but maybe have a, a little parachute in your pocket. Oh, parachute. <laughs> Who was that Spanish conquistador when he, when he attacked Quixote. the Aztecs? Do you remember? Don Quixote. He's no, not Don Quixote. Yeah, it was <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No. Hey, he's fighting the windmills, Kenny. That was not. No, 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 no. This was uh, Cortez when he said to burn the boats. Yep. That's a little bit of a different strategy, right, Josh? <laughs> Do you know that story? No, but why don't you tell it? Well, we're in limited time, so I'll keep it brief. But essentially, <laughs> upon the arrival of his army and when they came ashore to, to attack the, the Aztecs, he ordered the boats to be burned. He wanted his men to turn around and see that they had nowhere else to go. They had to win and they had to, they had to win that war. And, and they did because they didn't have a choice, you know. Um, and I think that some people feel like burning the boats is a strategy when it comes to entrepreneurship as well like you know sometimes people are forced into it but when you got a family you do got to be smarter about it you got to have a little bit of a backup plan but but more importantly you got to be able to to manage the fear conversation that you have with yourself because it's going to it's going to be a reoccurring internal uh dialogue and uh and you just got to be able to think that the ability to manage that fear conversation i think is also a huge component of whether or not you're going to be able to get through especially the early adversity of entrepreneurship. Sure. You want to burn some boats, have a lot of kids. Have a bunch of kids. You just have to get it done. And that is, that's for, you know, I think for a lot of people, I think Josh has, you know, touched on his turning point was his son. And, you know, that's, that's it for a lot of people, man. Once you, yeah. once it's not just about you and you're, you know, leading a team and everyone relies on you, that's the greatest motivator in the world. And, You'll fit square pegs and round holes and, you know, hell or high water, get stuff done. So good deal. That's a, there's a saying that, that kind of a perfect, perfect transition into who our speaker, our guest for next episode is going to be Clement Pepe from Success Coaching. And Clement speaks a lot about being 100% intentional. It's a, it's a phrase he uses regularly. And that's exactly what he's talking about, Joe, is just, you know, you aren't you aren't looking about you're, you're not worried about the how you're just you have you are you are so focused on the goal that how you're going to get there actually just becomes a side conversation. 
and and you're just you're just committed to seeing to it that it happens. And when it comes to your kids, when it comes to your family, when it comes to the people that look up to you or you support, whether it's team members, like you said, or family, you do lose a little bit of focus on the how because that's irrelevant. What's relevant is getting it done and, and, and moving forward and, and being 100 percent intentional in that. So I'm looking forward to talking to Clement about that next time. Um, but Josh. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you sharing your story. I'm sure that we'll we'll have you back to talk more. I know we're, like I said, we're on limited time here today, but I thought it was great. I picked up a few things and uh, and, and hopefully our listeners uh, picked up a few things as well. So, Joe, you got anything else to add? I think that this is the start of something great. And I really hope that, you know, we can inspire and, you know, learn more about people's journeys and that can help other people make better decisions and grow. So... I'm stoked, man. But everybody out there, enjoy your enjoy your uh, your week, enjoy your day, and uh, you know, go cause and create great things. And we'll catch you next time on the podcast. Woo. Thanks for listening to Selling the Dream. We know you don't want to miss a single episode, so go subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts, and then make sure to share the show with your friends and leave us a review. 